0: Welcome to Lead Today with me, Kalina. Let's talk leadership. Hello, everyone. I'm glad to be here with you as we continue along the travel series. Today, we're delving into Australia. Now, big country certainly cannot tackle it all. The intention of this series is to give you um, a brief overview of my experience in the country or place alongside some firsthand just stories and experiences that I've had. So a little bit more storytelling than, you know, travel guide. Here's where you should go day one, day two. In the last episode, we looked at Aruba and i I gave a bunch of kind of very specific recommendations. Um, depending on <laughs> depending on which place I might have some more. But just to kind of set the stage, my intention with this series is to get you thinking maybe about your next trip, or if you've been thinking about visiting one of the places that I mentioned, maybe this, you know, tips you over the edge to go and book the trip and uh, go on a bit of an adventure. So um, I definitely have not seen all of Australia. Uh, really big countries, I've said, and and tons to discover. So it's certainly on my list to go back. And I think that's probably something that I realize after every place I go to, whether I spent days, weeks, months. There's always more to see, and and it almost seems the more time I spend in a country, the more I realize <laughs> just how many things I didn't get to. I mean, even you know, being born and raised in Canada, Canada is massive. And there's always more to see. So and like I said, just the tip of the iceberg. So with Australia, I really, and, and I speak to this a little bit in my book, but I really fell in love with, well, a few things, the people, culture, and of course, the natural beauty. And so, hey, I mean, I guess that's every country, right? And what's unique to me about Australia is that it is an island, a very big one. And you have a variety of different landscapes. So I really spent my time in Sydney, Brisbane, and, and sort of the East Coast there while while I was in, in the country. And so I can't say much about the North. I really wanted to go to the Sundays, which I've heard are just amazing. But I didn't get to go there in, on that particular occasion. So I'd love to dive into just the big cities uh, my cousin lived in Melbourne and really loved that. So perhaps she'll have to come on the show and, and give give a chat. But there's so many, there's so many natural, just national parks, locations to see if you love the ocean. Just no question. One thing to note, I guess, would be that um, in Melbourne, for example, you are going to get sort of winter. It's maybe not quite as cold as a Toronto winter, but you'll certainly get cold and it's complete opposite to the northern hemisphere so um you know in june july it's winter there it's summer in canada and vice versa december is summer there winter in the northern hemisphere so something to note um for me again wish i had more time i've got a friend that's you know living in perth that's a complete west part of the country of the island um what I think is great if you are going to Australia is to, if you have time, plan a trip to New Zealand as well. And then of course, Fiji, I'll do another episode on Fiji in and of itself, because it's just such a magical group, group of islands there. Um, I I spent time in the Asawas, so a, a nice little group of islands by by Fiji. Uh, But so what what happens, I think, when you're in a place like Australia is if you have a good chunk of time, hopefully you can take advantage of not only seeing the whole entirety of the country and its beauty, but you're really in this totally different part of the world if you've grown up in North America, right? So you can kind of, you can go to Fiji, you can go to New Zealand, you can take a trip and go to Thailand or um, Indonesia or China, Philippines, you know, you're really close, to a bunch of Asian countries and so I would certainly say and this is what I did um is to you know definitely take advantage of the magic of being kind of based in a completely different part of the world if you can and plan some trips to surrounding areas so not not to get you <laughs> not to get you out of Australia too soon because there's so much to see and fall in love with there um but just to say if you are in Sydney or Brisbane or Anywhere in Australia, I would really consider, really, really consider going elsewhere in the area, in different Asian countries around so that you maximize your trip. But as always, it's always a question of time. So let's zoom in to Brisbane. Oh, just absolutely in love with, with this place. It sort of reminded me of the size of, well, smaller than Toronto smaller. But the feel, and this is I mean pre-covid, so a lot of places kind of have a different vibe. I find like Nola in, in New Orleans, New Orleans has a different vibe to me after covid. So I you know, places do change over time, but I was in Australia 2017, 2016 um and Brisbane was just so cool. Like you just had this feeling of a cool city with really friendly people. I stayed at this Airbnb with a brilliant, lovely woman named Meredith. It's just this cute house. And I was there traveling by myself. So it meant a lot to have a a local woman that just could, you know, tell me, tell me some, some great tips and and share and just learn about her. She was such a lovely host. So that really made my trip to have her, you know, to meet someone local and, makes all the difference and I can't emphasize that enough that's why I love Airbnb um I think if you've got a family or you're traveling with people maybe that's less interesting but maybe not depends on your your style of travel but I love meeting people that live in a place and um Meredith in Brisbane was no different just such a friendly kind of socialite sort of person like lots of friends lots of activities just super open Uh, and man do I feel lucky to have met her and and stayed in her home which was just so quaint and nicely organized and so you know I, I would walk out there and walk down the street and just cafe after cafe and I could just stroll down the road and grab a great coffee a lot of kind of hipster places you know if you will but well again really quaint little coffee shops and just a nice neighborhood that you feel is walkable you know I I can't say that it had any distinguishing I mean some hills which were really nice so kind of walking up the hill and around but yeah Brisbane is a city I feel like I could probably live there it's kind of one of those places that has all the amenities you want has a good local community felt remarkably safe um as a solo traveler and so i would highly recommend checking it out and what's really great about Brizzy as they call it <laughs> is you're right on this bay Morton Bay and so you've got some beautiful lookouts just no question I mean you're you're right on this bay, which then goes out to what's called the Coral Sea. And so this whole region, not just Brisbane as the city, it's kind of the the starting point, but this whole region up and down is stunning. So let's start, let's start at the top. There's Noosa and Noosa is kind of right at the top. It's called Noosa Head. It's the top of this, this particular little region. Okay. So it's the northernmost part, stunning, magical, artsy little spots, Beautiful, also high-end hotels and restaurants. You drive up and you go for a swim in Noosa and you just feel like you're in absolute heaven. The sunset, I can't explain to you how orange the sky. I feel like I might be repeating what I was drawn to in Aruba. But man, did did Noosa sunset really just feel absolutely stunning. And the views were out of this world from the beach. Uh, I I really am a a beach bum at heart. So anywhere that gets me close to the sea, I'm very biased. So maybe this isn't a fair comparison, but I'll just tell you from Noosa and you go down, you go to the Sunshine Coast. Sunshine Coast is a bit more touristy, you know, apartment buildings. Kind of feels like. uh, It's a bit more developed Like Noosa is a quaint little small, you know, really nice high-end resorts, nice walking along a boardwalk, little shops and boutiques and things. When you get into what's called the Sunshine Coast, which I guess the whole thing is sort of the Sunshine Coast, but Noosa feels like its own little special part of the sea at the top there. The Sunshine Coast kind of feels like you'll have restaurants and a boardwalk, but it's sort of like a bigger city feel with big condos and things. So that's a little different. Feel Right. Like more developed, more like concrete pavement. I mean, there's obviously concrete uh, panusa, but somehow the buildings feel smaller. It feels everything feels a bit more quaint, localized and nice little streets within that you can walk around. Sunshine or going further down Sunshine Coast feels like you get into kind of big city territory, a little bit more developed, still stunning beaches absolutely no question like when you get into and and that's a beautiful drive like if you can what I say for sure on this coast is rent a car and go like Noosa down to Brizzy and then you're gonna want to go down to the Gold Coast and that's like a whole other a whole other world that I just feel really captured captured my heart I'm just kind of zooming in on the map here to to see. So as you go down, how far down did I drive? I mean, you can, you know what? Like in an ideal world, I would just say, can you drive like the whole coast of this country? Because Australia just just wow. Um, but as you do get into Gold Coast, Gold Coast also felt a bit more developed. So you have like a sea world, there's this kind of strip of main beach, kind of reminds me of like Miami. I mean, it's not quite Miami, but you know, you've got this main road along the, the land, but there's this beach that's just off the coast. called Main Beach, where you've got more restaurants. Kind of again, Sea World. It's a bit more developed. It's not that quaint, charm little little high end town of Noosa. So the Gold Coast, you're you're getting that for sure, where it's a bit more developed. Stunning, I, I guess, for a family vacation. It certainly has its charm. That coast is still absolutely beautiful, and you're you might be dealing with sharks. But then again, I guess it's the ocean where you're not dealing with sharks. I know they're like, <laughs> you'll get a bunch of uh, warnings about that. But then you drive down and you hit. And this place was just pure magic. Um, so you kind of, so you go, okay, you've got Noosa at the top. In between, It's Sunshine Coast, then Brisbane. Then you go down further, you'll hit the Gold Coast. But if you keep going south and you keep going south, you'll hit kate byron and byron bay and what a tiny easy to miss you know i mean you could just keep going along the m1 you could keep going along the highway and just miss this gem of a town but i got a recommendation um from a from a friend to go to byron and man am i glad i did if you're ever in the vicinity i think byron bay is just one of a kind um you know feels like an artsy village. The only place that reminds, you know, a, a similar place is Jerry in Brazil and, and we'll get there in the next episode. But Byron Bay has this artsy feel. People come out to the beach to watch a sunset. You have really cute little kind of shops, but it's not the high end Nusa boutique. It's more like artists shops, super creative, all sorts of artists just playing and enjoying along the beach and in this little town, little cafes and restaurants. I met a a friend of this friend who recommended that I go there. He was living there. And so we met up and I mentioned this story in my book. We met and I, I went to I met him at his place and he had just stacks and stacks of books in this little apartment. And again, just you can think of an artist's den, you know, just really creative it, it, it smelled of creativity if that's even possible maybe and, and old books uh but heading in there and just seeing piles and piles of these books and almost not being able to find a space on his couch to sit down uh because he had all these books and so i sat there and i started looking through these piles of books and i opened this one and it was about the tibetan rights these different um these different techniques that they had for longevity not necessarily anti-aging but longevity and so I opened this book it was a thin one kind of in the middle of this pile I randomly grabbed it out and and in the back there was a map drawn and of all places okay (laughs) of all places it's it's a couple of streets in Brisbane that were drawn on this map of this book that I randomly on this pile of this guy that I didn't know that I got introduced. I mean, this just feels like the epitome of my life, by the way. I feel like, of so many stories like this, it's just hard to count and crazy how things are synchronous just the synchronicity. And w- what does it even mean? Who knows? Maybe it means nothing. Maybe it's a coincidence. And maybe it's just everything. And I had to be there. I mean, you know, like the butterfly effect movie. Uh, who knows? Who knows? But again, maybe it's just a silly story, but let me tell you, this kind of thing happens to me a lot, especially when I lean into just letting things flow, which is very difficult for me because I love to think I have control. (laughs) I love that. I love to think that I can, you know, I mean, manage outcomes and have timelines and plans and, you know, allocate resources and have things work on my timeline. And let me tell you, Uh, past few years that has been just proven, uh, well, some things have gone to plan and that's great, but most things haven't. And so anyhow, (laughs) this is, this is a beautiful example for me that really stuck out in my mind of me sitting on this guy's couch, never met him before. I'm in this random, I drove down to this random bay, you know, uh, and, this map is in this book, and so I look at it and I'm, oh, it's you know, it's Brisbane, okay. The streets that were penciled in, you know, just drawn with pencil, were literally the streets, the intersection where my Airbnb was in Brisbane, with where where Meredith's house, uh, is or was. Uh, and you know, I go to him and I said, "Have you been here?" No, I got this book, you know, it's used, and I thought. You know where this is? No, it's I've never been there. And it's like, this is where my Airbnb is. I can't even believe it. Out of all the streets in Brisbane, out of all the books I picked to open out of like, what are the odds of that? I mean, slim pickings, let me tell you. Brisbane's got a lot of streets, and this dude had a lot of books. (laughs) So just though it was one of those moments where I thought, oh my God, what? And and you know went on with my day. We went out. He showed me the beach. We watched the sunset. Again, sucker for sunsets, and Byron did not disappoint in that regard whatsoever. Um, no questions asked. It's a very cute place. You've got an RV park, walking trails. Like it's, I would say, just far more sort of artistic kind of vibe. And so definitely, if you enjoy that sort of feeling, Byron's for you. But even driving up, like, so, you know, sunset and whatever. And I thanked him and I drove back up to Brisbane to where I was staying. So I wasn't going to stay the night. I don't know what I had the next day. I only had limited days there because I think we were going to Fiji either before or after. But I didn't have and I had to fly to Sydney to fly out. So it was, you know, limited days. So driving up to Byron and I just remember this whole time kind of feeling like, what is what is this? What does this mean? Um, and being so enthralled by the odds, and I took this, you know, I took this course in university. It was um, prob it was looking at probabilities is by Jeffrey Rosenthal. Uh, he wrote a book about probabilities in everyday life, and so he looked at examples like in blackjack or just just chance occurrences of things, you know, happening. and And it was such an interesting statistics course. I really I enjoyed his approach and him. He was a quirky professor but very competent and and engaging unique kind of guy right he had his own area of expertise as well as way of being and anyhow this wasn't at the same time i took that course years before i was in byron but it just sort of reminded me of of rosenthal's book and just the probabilities of things and i mean he took a, a statisticians you know a very mathematical approach to hear the odds of of these things occurring But I mean, we hear that, you know, in different people's speeches. Oh, the chances that you were born are just infinitesimal and that you live at this particular point in history. So cherish your life or make the most of it or all these sort of statements that are really easy to fluff off and think, yeah, okay, well, good. You know, I I'm making the best of it, but I also have a job and bills and kids or have to mow my lawn or take out the garbage, like making the best of life sounds really good. But there are all these things that have to happen day in, day out that don't necessarily make me feel like a one in a billion or one in a trillion, or, you know, I just feel like kind of like everybody else having to go through the motions. What, how does this, how does this idea of this infinitesimal chance of you being alive right at this moment, how does that factor into how mundane life feels every day with these sort of recurring, patterns. You know, you make breakfast, you make lunch, you make dinner, you go to bed, you work, you sleep, you like it's just, you know, again and again and again. And I had a client today show up and, you know, my life is mundane. Help me fix it. (laughs) It's like, okay, well, I think I think what this story in Byron Bay teaches me is that, no, the magic is in, you know, a random page of a book, on this adventure that you're on it's in a you know it's this pencil drawn map it's this person that you meet randomly that you know takes you to noosa and just exposes you to absolute magic it's it's these little you know the magic of a sunset happens every day and yet i'm never ever ever tired of a magnificent sunset because there's something so it feels so it feels spiritual it feels divine it feels like it's just it's beyond this world even though it's of this world which is so interesting um I think there's a reverence for endings and beginnings that can remind us of this something bigger and maybe I'm maybe I'm getting a little bit too Uh, philosophical or abstract or going kind of out out on a limb here but I have to say I've realized that the people that really enjoy their lives and my grandfather pops into my mind who cares for his animals he's turning 90 soon and he finds joy in caring for these animals year over year different group you know different groups of animals they switch out they they die they produce eggs you know they they they're slaughtered and there's this circle of life and circle of seasons like the person i was in in byron and on, on this absolutely life changing magical beautiful once in a lifetime i couldn't even if i went back to brisbane today i could not recreate the magic that was my time in brisbane and surrounding areas the people i met absolutely altered my life forever i i love each and every one of them truly deeply love them for what they taught me showed me even if we didn't keep in touch they just they shared a piece of their hearts with me it felt so authentic the people that i met there just felt so down to earth and real and i met you know i met i made friends where i would meet their family i'd go to their home their parents home and i'd have dinner there like people just i felt like i was so included in in a community that I was in for, you know, two weeks or something like it was just I felt like I fit in there so instantaneously and seamlessly that it was just it felt like home. And for me, when I travel to places, not all places feel like home like that. And so when they do, it's it's a really great sensation to feel like, wow, I've never been here before. And yet, I feel completely included and in, in this place. And like, I could stay here forever. And I think it could have stayed. I think I could have stayed in Brizzy forever. Um, it was just that magical and beautiful. And the people were, it felt like I had known them forever. I, yeah. I, uh, maybe not as eloquent as I could put this, but as I just rem remember the the feeling of the place, the connections that I made, the, the families that I met, these friends and, and just time spent on the beach, time spent having coffee in cafes, driving this stunning coast. I can imagine myself exploring that coast for the rest of my life. And so that's Brizzy. That's the Gold Coast. That is Sunshine Coast for me was just one of those places that I thought, man, I could spend a lifetime here, you know, exploring every single one of these little beach towns. And as you drive kind of whatever, north, south or south, north, however you want to do it, it's just little quaint beach town after beach town, view after view, you know. And uh, I guess that's what I love about being by the sea. You know, if I drive, even driving up the PCH in California, driving up the coast in Croatia, similar kind of sensation of like, any one of these beach towns, I could spend a lifetime on this coast, just navigating the different people, places, little quaint bookshops, or you know, trinkets and little communities. And and truly, I think, I think the Gold Coast there and Sunshine Coast, everything surrounding Brisbane, for me, uh, you know, in a different life, I can see myself just absolutely spending a decade or more there with, with zero issues. So if you're looking for surf, if you're looking to have little small beach towns where you you're absolutely in community. Um again, this is pre-covid, so don't quote me. Don't quote me on what it is now, but the magic of Byron of the community I saw there of Brisbane, a big city, but this feeling of kind of a small town within a city. Uh, And then any one of, you know, Pottsville, any one of these little Kingscliff, just small, small towns along, along the way. Um, Burley Heads was nice too. Any one of them. I just think you could get lost in these little islands. And so if you're looking to explore little islands and inlets, a highway along the coast, friendly people. I can't say the food really sticks out too much if I if I think back. Like some places the food really sticks out to me. I don't really remember the food much, but I remember the people and the heart. And what a brilliant time I had. I, I could cry. I just loved every single one of the people I met there. And I look back on that time so fondly. And then um, well. <laughs> I think I've, I've gone on and on a bit about that area and I hope, I hope my, I hope my love for the beauty, the natural beauty of that region, as well as the, the warm hearted nature of the people and the small little communities that line the shore of, of that region just speaks for itself and hopefully I've done it justice. But, um, if we just jump down to Sydney really quickly, which man, I probably won't do it justice. I didn't spend enough time in Sydney to really give it a good shake. So take this with a grain of salt Um, but Bondi Beach of course within Sydney you can you've got all the kind of tourist locations that you might want to check out like the opera house that you see by the water which is kind of that iconic Sydney picture. Of course bigger cities so you've got all sorts of restaurants and things there's uh, a place for cricket there if you're into cricket but you know churches museums you got all of that i think the opera house and and the harbor bridge there actually one night that i was there it was so magical to uh, they had fireworks right right by there i'm not sure why because it wasn't new years or anything I'm not entirely sure i don't remember what the what the occasion was but i just remember being there at night and just this like show maybe they do it every day i don't know but there's a, there's a botanic gardens by the opera house. And so if you enjoy that kind of greenery for sure, stunning, stunning spot to be. And, um, lovely city. Again, you're dealing with city. If you want to go out and see natural beauty, you're probably going to have to go out of Sydney because it is quite sprawling, but of course you are right by, um, you are right by the sea and Bondi beach for sure is a, is a must see that's right on the water there. Sydney's a little bit tucked in with the, there's a Harbor there and it's a bit tucked away a little, but not much. You can drive to Bondi, no problem. It's sort of part of greater Sydney. So it's just a bit out of the downtown. Um, But I would say Sydney is great for just beautiful homes on the water, stunning views, very metropolitan. So the food scene is just eclectic and you've got those choices Sydney reminded me of Toronto, probably more on a size scale, uh, but just, I mean, by the ocean with a beautiful Harbor. And so you're kind of Toronto is beautiful for its proximity to Lake Ontario. And of course there's greenery if you go North and around and things, but Sydney is just well positioned. If you can, for me to live in a place like Sydney and be able to drive to Bondi beach or any one of those little towns on the beach and kind of be right on the sea, uh, you've you've won my heart so but I did feel if I compare the two I definitely felt that Sydney had more of a you know business feel like Brisbane obviously has its commercial center it's certainly a city but again kind of smaller cousin and a bit more approachable um, sort of the size that I I personally would prefer uh, and then just the little beach town surrounding Brisbane just absolutely stole my heart because each one had such a such a unique personality and flair. But certainly if you're looking for that metropolitan center, any any convenience you've ever wanted, high-end hole-in-the-wall restaurants, you know, all sorts of parts of the spectrum in terms of cuisine and lots of landmarks, churches, museums, all of that. Um, Sydney is certainly certainly a great spot to be. And if you're into partying, no questions asked. It's got a very lively night scene. So Sydney's that big, big city that you should absolutely, absolutely check out if you're heading to Australia. No questions asked. It kind of, you know, if I could go again, I would say Melbourne, Adelaide, maybe Perth, and then checking out, you know, there's just so much. These are all coastal, but there's so much within that I think would be fascinating from a wildlife perspective that I didn't get to touch upon. So I mean, just a little Cole's notes. Oh, and the Wit Sunday. So all north, like Darwin and going north there. I mean. How fun would that be? <laughs> I'll have to uh I'll have to save that for next time when I get to go. But man, if you're looking for good, good a place where there's so much ocean, you hardly know what to do with yourself. Exposure to the ocean. Um Australia will keep you busy for a lifetime. So that was my my little love letter to Brisbane mostly, a little bit of Sydney. Um, but man, Brisbane will always have a piece of my heart. And that coast is just magical, both from a natural beauty perspective as well as the people that are living there and, and the community that they've created. It's, it's um, well, one of the few places on earth where I really, really felt like I was just home in an instant. So thank you, Brisbane, for having me. It was, it was just my pleasure to get to explore. And as I've said, hopefully down the road I can expand on this Australia episode with some more adventures down under so until next time i hope you take good care we'll be heading into i think brazil next if i've got that right so buckle up i spent a lot of time in brazil a very big country so we've got a lot to cover i'm excited to to see you next time and as i said take good care until then thanks so much for taking the time to listen to this episode today It really helps the show when you like, review, subscribe, or donate to support the effort to continue producing amazing episodes just like this one. I look forward to seeing you again in another episode very soon, and take good care until then.